Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016, and since that time, I've made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Hi, Overcomers. Lynn here. Just want to take a few moments and share a little bit about what's on my heart today, which is a question I get asked a lot, right? And so it concerns detecting and seeing the tactics of narcissism in another. Now, I want to be clear, we're not diagnosing, right? We're not professionals in that regard, and that's okay. And so what we're looking for are some key attributes, things that stand out, things that are not normal, if you will, things that are above and beyond um, the, the standard relationship. And so... On my blog, I have an article that talks about 60 ways where you can detect if your spouse is a narcissist. So in this video, we're going to go over a few. We're going to go over at least 10 of them today, right? Because it takes time to think through each question. I don't want to run through all 60, right? We'll be here for quite a while if I do that. But what I'd like to do is to start the conversation and to, to get us thinking if we see these red flags in a relationship that we're in. Now, it doesn't have to be a spouse relationship only, right? It can be with really anybody that we're close to. And so I just want to make that distinction that it, it could be colleague, it could be parent, it could be sibling, uh, spouse, really anybody in our, uh, in our life, right? So I'm going to start with a few. And so I suggest or recommend that you pause and think about each question, right? And just think about it. Let it sink in a little bit. Because some, it's hard to detect. Narcissistic abuse is not the easiest thing to detect, right? Some people have been in a relationship with somebody for 20 years and they've never seen it, 
right? So it takes time to digest the information. And another thing is that a lot of times when we're, when information is brought forth, we may have the tendency to say, no, that's not occurring or, or no, that's not happening. We'll either defend or we don't want to believe it. We might be in denial. And I understand that. I may have been in denial for a long time myself. So I can relate. But uh, we're going to go through a few questions, right, to ask ourselves. And if the answer's no, then great, the answer's no. And we move on. But this is for you, right? I do this for you. Okay. So does your spouse start an argument with you right before a special occasion or even during a special occasion. So think about it. Think about the holidays. Think about your birthday. Think about New Year's, Valentine's Day, something that you're looking forward to. Maybe you got a promotion at work and you're about to go out to a, a celebratory dinner, right? And then... Something happens, right? Something happens. A commotion occurs. So does your spouse or whoever, right? Fill in the blank. Pick, pick whoever. Does your ex person start an argument with you right before a special occasion or even during that occasion? Okay. Second. Do you find yourself in never-ending circular conversations that do not get resolved? Things just keep going round and round and round. Does this happen to you? Is X person in your life highly critical of you and often? Is it above normal levels, right? Highly critical. Does that happen to you? Does your person, right, quote person, forget to introduce you? Say if you're walking, you're going to an event, right? This is prior to the days we're in now, right, where we could go to events all the time. But so now now our, our days are different. But when going to a, an event, right, say you would typically be introduced. Maybe you're going to a work party of, of somebody. We'll just say that, right? So... Do they fail to introduce you, right? Something like that. You're overlooked, neglected. <clears throat> Are you belittled? Are you bullied over and over again? Are you told what to say? Indirectly, of course. And are you punished if you don't do as you're told, right? That's a subtle one, right? Because that involves some other covert techniques for that to be pulled off. But are you told what to say? Are you told how to act, right? And if you jump out of line, is there a price to pay? Can you not be yourself, really, is the question. Are you not supported, right? If you have an opinion, is it downcast? Oh, you shouldn't do that. Or are you wrong? Or, right, without even hearing your side of the story, do these things happen? Do you live with somebody who's different in the public eye 
and, and different at home, right? Two different people. I call this the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde personality, right? So do you see that occurring in your relationship? Is there somebody in your life who's controlling, right? Controlling what you do again, what you say, something is just not right, right? You get this feeling that somebody shouldn't have that much control over who you are. Yeah. Are you falsely accused? Do you have to, are you constantly on edge having to defend yourself? No, I was here. No, here's a picture, right? Do you have to go through that, right? Are you starting even to believe those accusations? So here's, I believe I have 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I believe I have 10. So I just want to pause here and think about these things. We should have the freedom to go and do as we please. We're free to have our own opinions. We're free to voice it without retribution, right? Free to not be controlled, free to be who you are, right? So I just want to talk through these things and just kind of, uh, you know, open the conversation. And if you see these red flags, you know, to think about it some more. So this will be part one. And I'm going to do another video that we can go through a few more of these. Like and subscribe, and I'll see you in the next video. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com, subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel, sign up to our email list, and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist, grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home, and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.